This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Good morning, this is Frida Liu. It's Raise Your Game. I'm not good enough to be promoted. I can't do sales. I can't present in front of an audience. I can't have a good family life. Have you ever said something like this or heard someone else say it before? This is an example of a limiting belief. Sentences that contain the words should, can't, must, are examples of limiting beliefs. Why are limiting beliefs so debilitating? Because they can hold us back from forging ahead in our careers or from having really fulfilling relationships. They're like breaks to stop us from accelerating forward in our professional and personal lives. Removing limiting beliefs can have a profound impact on helping us search ahead in life. How do you do that? Well, I've got Human Equation founder Sheila Singham and her guest Serena Kaur from Serena Solutions to tell us about it in our fifth episode of our Tools for Transformation series. Welcome back, Sheila. Of course, Sheila comes on the last Friday of every month. And, you know, we've heard of this before, the earlier examples, but there are more examples about what limiting beliefs are, right? Yep. Limiting beliefs are just beliefs that we adopt, right? Mm. Well, whether it's at a very young age or at some point uh, during the course of our lives, we adopt these beliefs. Um, and they, they're beliefs that actually hold us back. Yeah. The opposite of limiting beliefs are empowering beliefs empowering beliefs where you say I can do this I will do this I'm capable of anything you find a lot of that on Facebook yeah. and the internet and all that but limiting beliefs um, actually they don't really have any basis they're not necessarily rational mm-hmm. someone tells you something at a very young age yeah. and you choose to adopt it mm. as a belief mm. you decide that oh perhaps that's true Hmm. And then it becomes a belief. And then everything you do from then on is actually referenced supports. back yeah, to, the, uh, to that belief and, and supports that belief. Like I've had young, young people who have come through school, struggled through school, and you ask them why I, I don't like studying and I'm not good at it. Where did you get that belief from? Mm. When you hear people say things like, I am not good at this, or I can't do this, or I must do this, there's generally a limiting belief behind it somewhere. And I asked them, where did you get that belief that you're stupid? Well, my teacher in standard mm. one called me stupid because right. I failed my maths test. And that's it. That one little incident becomes a reference point for this child. For the you know, rest of this person's life. Yeah, unless you catch it and you get rid of it. Mm. You get rid of that limiting belief and you replace it with an empowering belief. Really then you can actually see transformation take place. Right. Okay. But there's some things that I will always uh, hold close. Uh, I'm afraid of snakes. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a belief that you have chosen to adopt and you know something, um, there is something called a phobia cure ah. where you can actually get rid of that uh, fear of snakes. And you might ask yourself, uh, why would I want to get rid of a fear of snakes? Yeah. You know? <laughs> but the point is, like, l- let's say you're doing a presentation <laughs> and someone flashes a picture of a oh. snake on the screen and you really have a phobia and okay. fall off your chair and fear something. It, oh. it doesn't look so cool. Okay, you know? okay. Right? okay. Yeah, not that, not that, not that entrenched, <laughs> you know. And what's really good, of course, we've got Serena Ko from uh, Serena Solutions, and she's going to be sharing some stories a little later around this area. But before uh, we speak to her, and, and it's very interesting because you always talk about these things, and when you've got real life application, people say, "Oh, oh, yeah." Um, but what about statements like, "Why does this always happen to me?" 
Okay, that is actually an example of a person who has chosen to adopt a belief that bad things are always happening to them and them only. Mm. And that is also an example of a person who's chosen to live their life right. at effect. You know, if you keep saying, why is this happening to me? Why are bad things happening ah. to me? That's exactly what you're projecting out there. Right. People talk about the law of attraction mm. and the secret and all that. But the basis of that is what we in, in NLP practitioners mm. call a NLP presupposition, which is projection is perception. Mm. So what you project out there is what's going to be perceived and come back to you. You attract what you send out. So if you're sending out this belief, you know, that all bad things are always happening to me then guess what yeah bad it, things are going to be happening to you if you send out uh, you have a limiting belief that oh i'm always meeting with accidents guess what's <laughs> going to happen you are going to be always meeting with accidents because that's what you're focusing on yeah. right so then it becomes like a self-fulfilling belief prophecy yeah, yeah prophecy belief you know you whatever you say is so very important i would advise everybody to actually listen to the language that you're using and listen to what you're saying mm. because what you're saying is actually what you are actually creating in your life and i think i've had that conversation with you personally as well and i always tell myself i have a positive and amazing life mm -hmm. and that's that's my mantra and then and what's been happening there frida amazing things right, right? amazing things right or, or, or maybe also the perspective is then i just choose to look at the amazing and positive things and and it's both it's yeah. that when you keep saying that i have an amazing and positive life you are consciously focusing on it and your unconscious is also focusing on it hmm. so then what you're doing is that you are actually focusing and drawing all the amazing and positive things into your life amazing and positive people into your life okay now also like sometimes <laughs> we have critiques and critics, right? Does it have an effect? If you let it, now let, let me just put it this way. Many limiting beliefs are planted when we're in our childhood or our adolescence. Because at that point in time, we haven't really formed critical faculty to think and sift and evaluate and analyze and say that, is this really true or not? We just sort of adopt what people say to us. That's why a lot of our limiting beliefs come from remnants of it come from our childhood, from our teachers, our parents, our peers in school, our religious teachers, whatever they say mm. to us, we just take it as, wow, it's true. Mm. And then we go through life with those beliefs. Some of them are empowering. I'm yeah, not saying yeah. all of them are limiting. There yeah. are lots of empowering beliefs that, you know, people around us give us as yeah. well, which actually give us like the fuel to mm. go forward and achieve mm. what we want to achieve. But the sad thing is that we also adopt a lot of these limiting other people's beliefs. Yeah. And we, we don't know how to really analyze and make meaning as to whether it applies to us or not. It's only when we someone maybe brings us to an awareness and and that's one thing we do in in our programs mm. we get people to write down all the limiting beliefs that they're conscious of to sort of flush it out so to speak and then we ask them to deal which which of these do you want to get rid of mm. and you would say that wouldn't they want to get rid of all of them well some people get what we call secondary gain from keeping some of their <laughs> limiting beliefs you know yeah. so if i choose to believe this and hold on to it then i don't right. have to go out and do something about it you know about right. my life right so it doesn't really make sense some of the beliefs that we adopt mm. because we are being given those beliefs at a very young age mm. so it's only when we grow older and we develop the ability to analyze and you know think critically and all that that we begin to say ask ourselves maybe that's not really helping me 
Okay. Right? But what can I do about it? Okay, what was this thing you talked about, the secondary gain? Uh, what are, well, what's secondary example? gain is the gain that you get from keeping a problem. For, okay, for example. Um, okay, I'll just give you an example of someone who, maybe a young lady, let's say, who mm. has been abused, you know, sexually abused at a very young age. Mm. So, at some point, she, she begins to gain weight, let's mm. say. Unconsciously, it's like the body protecting you so if I gain yeah. weight and become really big nobody else is going to find me attractive and won't want to do that to me again mm. so at some point if you you know tell them uh, they, they go on a fitness program and start uh, shedding the weight at some point they'll gain it back again okay because it's their protective mechanism right until you point out to them and say what is the secondary gain you're getting from keeping this problem mm. there are a lot of people like that they want to keep the problem because maybe keeps them in their comfort zone wow you know. Yeah. The secondary gain. Secondary gain. Now, yeah. how how do we get rid of limiting beliefs? And also, Serena Kaur's story. Uh, we'll hear that right after this. I'm here with Sheila Singham from Human Equation. This is Raise a Game, BFM eighty nine point nine. Bring forth money, BFM eighty nine point nine. You're listening to Race Your Game. Good morning, I'm Frida Liu. I'm here with uh, Sheila Singham from Human Equation and uh, Serena Kaur from uh, Serena Solutions. And of course, uh, Sheila comes back the last Friday of every month and, you know, we, we talk about some particular thing and we bring a friend, you know, real-life situation, yeah? So, you know, we we're talking about getting rid of limiting beliefs that hold us back from soaring ahead. And so we were discussing this earlier. Now, how do you get rid of limiting beliefs? Okay, there's this one very powerful practical technique mm. that we teach and we use in timeline therapy mm-hmm. right where we get the person to go back to the root cause of that limiting belief that means the time when they actually first form that limiting belief mm. and it'd be very interesting because different people have different ages in their life when they chose to adopt that belief right now once they go back and they do it in a very dissociated way. That means we, we don't go back into the event. We get them to examine the event from like a distance, mm. you know. And, and they're sort of like standing outside and looking at the, the movie of that event happening. And what we do is we get them to take the learnings from that first event. Now, most of our, our beliefs and our memories, our experiences are sort of firmly meshed together with emotions and learnings. If we can separate the learnings from the rest of it and just take the learnings, because learnings are powerful, then it's easier for us to let go of the limiting belief or the limiting emotion, the negative emotion. Mm. So what we do is get the person to take the learnings. And when they have taken all the learnings that they need to take from that, at some point, the belief goes. It's, it's an amazing process, amazing, amazing process. So the belief just goes. And then we, we get them to come back and to the present and evaluate, reevaluate, look back at all the events of their life between the time they adopted that belief and the present moment and reevaluate all the things that happened, at least three events, where they, you know, if that had the opposite empowering belief and had put that into the event and had that when the events were happening, how could things have changed? Mm. And so they begin to see, they look at it and say, ah, yeah, if I had had the empowering belief instead of the limiting belief, how my life could have changed. So that actually gives them, it's like a convincer to know that actually my life could have changed if I'd had those empowering Mm. beliefs instead of the limiting ones. So now if I take the empowering belief and move forward in my life, 
things are going to be different. Yeah. I want to hear from Serena now. I know, and I heard a little bit, but uh, do share your story and how you know you discovered Sheila. But your story first, Serena. Good morning, Frida. Thank you for having me here. Um, well, I grew up in a very negative environment, mostly negative. My dad was diagnosed with uh, manic uh, bipolar at a very. I now was in primary at that time. I did not understand. I couldn't accept the fact that you know there was such thing as depression. I was then brought up by my grandparents. I regarded my grandfather as my dad. I was in and out of depression right through. My limiting beliefs started when I was very young. Okay. I can't. I'm not good enough to do uh, something. I'm right. not good enough to maybe study well. When when do you think this was the trigger point? It was just watching your parents, watching your father. Yes. Okay. Yes, and um, got married. Oh. All all the more limiting beliefs mm. started. Mm. Um, Such as, I'm not beautiful. Mm. Now, if anyone know <laughs> who knows Serena will know that she's an utterly what? utterly beautiful young lady. Okay, I'm not capable. Hmm. I will not be a good wife, hmm. a good daughter-in-law, a good daughter. Wow! Basically, <laughs> could I there be had, more? <laughs> I had two pages long of limiting beliefs. Wow! Yes, and um, when my grandfather passed away, I plunged into, into depression. depression. Mm-hmm. I was so bad that um, I would stay in bed. You, you were on medication as well? Yes, I was on medication. I saw the psychiatrist. Who also said that it could be hereditary. He, yes, that's right. right. Because my dad had depression. So, um, well, it's common. It seems that the children also get it. So, in a way, that also a limiting was belief. a limiting, limiting belief. belief planted in her. Yes. Yes. I was on pills, uh-huh. but nothing helped. Right. Then an aunt actually came up to me. I guess guardian angel. Mm. She just told me, look, why don't you just go up and meet Sheila and actually go for this course? Mm. It will really change your life. And we were not very close, you know, out of nowhere. Here she comes and encourages me to meet Sheila and go for NLP. Right. The good thing is that you said yes. Yes. Right. Because a lot of people say no as yeah. well, you know, yeah. or, or to find a solution anyway. Yes. Mm. Of course, I was a little bit skeptical. But the day that I met Sheila, mm. I just told my husband, I need this. Okay. This will help me. Mm-hmm. No medication, no psychiatrist, no psychologist is going to get me through this. Mm. I need this. Two pages long of self-limiting beliefs. Yes. Wow. Yes. Okay. And and okay, so during that process, you got rid of 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 these limiting beliefs. Yes. What has happened? What has transpired after you get rid I... of I'm not a good daughter, I'm not a good daughter-in-law, I'm not a good <laughs> Wow. It is just a total life transformation. Mm-hmm. I have my own business now, okay. which I've always wanted to mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a business where I can, yes, I earn money. I can earn money. money? Okay. <laughs> I can just set a smart goal and yes, I will earn that amount of money. Okay. Um, I can also do uh, be a homemaker at the same time, right. which I love to cook and clean and, you know, uh. be a good wife. Okay. I have good relationship with my mother-in-law. Mm. I have a bond with my parents now. Wow. And um, it's just amazing. I'm confident. I know I'm beautiful. Mm. I don't need anybody's acknowledgement to say that 
Yes, you are beautiful because I know from within I am. Okay, when you decided to make these changes, at that time, how long have you been married? Uh, nine years. Nine years. So obviously, your husband has also been a, a great beacon and a support for you as yes. well. All these years. He's an amazing young man. <laughs> hmm. Okay. And he has, he's still in awe. Okay. At how I am after NLP. Right, okay. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> And what business are you in that gives you that flexibility? I'm on my own. Mm-hmm. Um, I opened up my own company. I provide uh, administrative support okay. ad hoc. Right. I also do uh, Facebook management. Okay. Yeah, so it gives me that flexibility and it's on project basis. Right. Yeah. So, okay, now you have you have control in that yes. sense. Yes. Okay, so, I mean, if you look at yourself now, mm-hmm. I mean, compared to two years ago, I mean, do you think, well, how did I live like that for so long? Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> If only I had these tools. Right. But, you know, like, these circumstances happen to a you at a young age anyway. A lot of people don't have the benefit or even know that, that that's a problem, right? Mm. So what do you do then? You know, when people just come from these households and they, and they don't know, you know, and the natural course would be to take medication, to do all these things. Mm. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I'm not against uh, taking yeah. medication and, you know, going for counselling and seeing mm. a psychiatrist. There are some people who really need, need to yeah. do that. And there's a place for that. Yeah. Um, I, I guess As in the case of her father, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. in her father, he needs the medication and all to cope. Mm. Uh, in Serena's case, um, well, when she found that that didn't work for her, then she, she sort of was like, it was like a shot in the dark, you mm. know, trying an LP and timeline therapy. Mm. And when she came, for me, Serena's transformation is like a high point in my career because I've seen lots of changes happening in lots of people. I go and do corporate training for two days and I do see mindset Mm. transformation and it's amazing. You know, sometimes one thing can just cause an amazing aha moment and a turnaround Mm -hmm. in someone's life. But for Serena, it was so interesting because nine days when she first came, she she had this really sad look about her. She Mm. didn't really make eye contact. She didn't speak much to any Anybody else, you know, she she had long, lanky hair, geeky glasses, and you know, it was like she was making herself like look at this very inconspicuous sort of person. Mm. And in nine days, during nine days, and people say, people come to me and say, hey, nine days, can uh, people? You can make transformation and I guess if you want to. Yeah, I said I don't do the transformation. I'm not a magician. Mm. I'm just a conduit yeah. and a facilitator. People who come there got to want to change. Yes. They have to want to accept all these things. And Serena did. She absorbed everything like a sponge. And every day I saw the transformation happening before mm. my eyes. You know, mm. <laughs> and I and she even began to shed. Kilos, really? Yeah. Uh, I'm not kidding you. In nine days, Serena <laughs> when do I sign up? <laughs> <laughs> Anytime. Our next program is in September, so please sign up, Frida. Just block nine days and come. She did. And on the last day, she went. I mean, the night before, she went and she had a rest- hair restyle. And she came with makeup and she wore these fitting clothes and walked into class. And all the guys, their jaws just dropped. Like, whoa, she was unrecognizable. Okay, she had really really had a total 
total transformation. And that's the thing, right? I think the first step is I want to. I want to. Yes, right? You have to want to. You have to face the fact that you have this limiting belief. Mm. Talk to someone. You know, most of us who are trained in NLP, when you're talking, we'll be able to point out the limiting beliefs, mm. right? So um, listen carefully and and maybe write down. Write mm. down. It always starts with you taking a piece of paper and writing mm. down what are the things that are stopping me mm. from going and being the person I want to be right. and achieving the things I want to achieve. What are the limiting beliefs? What is it? Every time you say I can't, I I have to do these mm. or I mustn't. Your first thing is to write that down mm. and then maybe go back and ask yourself where did I get that from? Right. And okay, so I got that from someone. Someone told me something. What can I learn from that? Maybe I should learn that, you know, I can't just take everything verbatim what someone else mm. says. Um, maybe I have to learn that I have to be my own person. Yeah. Maybe I learn that not what everything everyone tells me is to, you know, it's God's truth, you yeah. know, something like that. Yeah. But at the end of the day, to really, really get rid of it once and for all, it's to maybe see an NLP coach and get. Uh, timeline therapy process done. Thanks for being with us. The Tools for Transformation series. So there are tools. You need to use the tools. Uh, Human Equation founder Sheila Singham together with Serena Core, the very lovely Serena Core (laughs) from Serena Solutions. This is Raise Your Game, BFM 89.9. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, the business station.